welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and goes against our celestial given mission of rewinding for every movie show and one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And you can follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore rewind and give us a five star rating or a 10 star rating or a 100% rating on whatever app you use, depending on the rating system. You know, it might be different. And with that, today's episode is our results for our Eternals predictions. Um, if you haven't heard our predictions, go back a couple weeks. You'll, you'll find them there. Um, and today we have a guest, uh, returning from our prediction episode is Alistair from I Take On Movies. How are you doing, Alistair? Hey, pretty good, guys. Thanks again for having me. Glad to have you. Well, we, um, we had to bring you back on so you can, uh, so you can defend yourself on your points. Otherwise, Tony will give you zero. He, he's been on a winning streak. So. Yeah, I... I've worked with Tony. I know he's a tough grader, so I think I'm ready for it. <laughs> All right. Awesome. It's cool. So uh, before we go into the episode, uh, just a couple of things I want to air out right now uh, that we always say during any predictions or results episodes. First off, our spoiler policy. As of right now, going on to the rest of the episode, full spoilers for the Eternals movie that we will be talking about. Um, and just in case, uh, because of how things work out with these kinds of episodes, uh, also full spoilers for everything else that has already come out within the MCU. So if you have yet to see uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, we might end up talking about that. Don't know why, but we might. My goal is to bring up Cloak and Dagger today, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> oh, good luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was a good show. I'm kind of looking forward to that one when we uh, when we get to it in mm-hmm. I don't know 2024, <laughs> whenever <Yeah>. that is. <laughs> All right. So um, now, as far as the actual uh, prediction results go, just again a reminder of how these things work. So uh, previously, we had our prediction episode. We made a bunch of guesses. Most of them are going to be wrong. But when we when it comes to these results, uh, each question is worth a uh, total of two points. Uh, We have a chance of getting one point if we can argue for it uh, as as like a maybe half answer, like we came kind of close. Otherwise, uh, that's it. At the end of it, uh, someone wins bragging rights. So cool. That's it. That's how the points work. And before we actually start tallying points, uh, let's actually talk about what we thought about the movie so far. So, uh, Alistair, why don't you go first? What did you think of the movie? uh, What what were some things you liked, you didn't like, et cetera, et cetera, things you just want to say? Well, yeah, so really quick, I mean, going into this movie, uh, I I would be lying if I said I hadn't, you know, saw some of the other critics' uh, reviews and what they thought about it. So I was a little bit concerned going in, but, I mean, despite what they said, I actually enjoyed this movie. Um, I think both as a Marvel fan and from a filmmaking standpoint, um, I do think that it it brought up some pretty intellectual questions. And just from a, a how over how the film looked overall, I I thought Chloe Zhao did a really good job. So I actually enjoyed this one. Cool. Awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, when I when the movie started, I was a little worried. I saw the Rotten Tomato scores as well, and saw some of the reviews. Um, and then, like, when the start, when the Inhumans arrive, I was worried because it came off very cold, and I just recently watched Dune, which I feel was also a very cold movie, like, yes. eventually, not, like, actually, because they're in the desert, but you get what I mean. Um, 
I was I was worried about that. But um, as the movie went on, and probably once we got out of the first act, um, getting to know these characters, Marvel's the best at characters. I think over anything else they do, we keep coming back to them because we love these characters. And um, the one of the few things I texted Al like when we got out of the movie was I can name all ten of the Eternals. I could tell you their powers, and I could tell you a little bit about their personality. And for the most part, I like these characters, and I feel like that's a success for me. Yeah. I end up uh, really liking this movie. Um, and it hasn't left my head since I saw it on Thursday night. So it's been five days as of we're recording this. Um, Veterans Day is coming up. I was planning to see a couple movies. I might just go see The Eternals again, even though I still need to see like Last Night in Soho and the new James Bond. I just <laughs> It's not leaving my head, and I feel like I need to see it again. Uh, most Marvel movies, I love to watch again, but I don't feel like I need to see it. This one... I think there's a lot more layers in this than most other Marvel movies, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I think I can um, definitely echo that sentiment just because I was watching it, and I'm like, this is actually a pretty deep film for a, a Marvel film when you really mm -hmm. take into account some of the things that they're trying to say, especially all the tie-ins tie with just uh, humanity and its evolution in general. I mean, they're, that just that aspect of a, alone um had me really interested in the movie but i do also agree with uh if i had to come up with a, a nitpick or a criticism that that would be it um the characters did feel a little bit cold but i also think you know as the movie went on you begin to realize mm -hmm. that that's all kind of within context you know yep yeah i think as they spent more time on earth they became more human for the most part exactly uh, what do you think, Al? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I echo a lot of what you guys said, um, except for the part, Tony, where, where you said that you know all their names. I had to pull up IMDb here to uh, <laughs> look up the characters' names because there's no way I'm going to remember all of them, some of them. But I personally am just really, really bad with names. It was a problem when I used to be a teacher. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, anyway, but yeah, as far as, you know, the, the movie itself goes, you know, I, I kind of go back and forth on, on some of the things that, uh, like, does this part of the movie bother me? Yes or no? Uh, I mean, ag definitely agreeing with, with what you two said as far as the characters, right? You know, when, when things start out, you realize, okay, they, they are, well, robots, you know, we later find out, yes, they're, they're robots, they're created. Um, uh, and then as, as time goes on, some, some things, you know, make a lot more sense, right? They're, you know, when, when you're a, a living being who's around that long, yeah, you're going to um, start starring in a ton of movies and then not care about other things, mm -hmm. right? right? Stuff like that. So uh, there, there was a lot of that. Um, one of the things I kind of go back and forth is every so often I, I start thinking about some of the story elements that um, didn't make as much sense to me, um, but I've only seen it once. So I, I want to see it again before I really like com complain. Like the the big one for me, um was like it towards the end of the movie or at the end of the movie really um sprite um essentially you know going against a lot of the team and siding with um uh i'm trying to look up his name icarus. the superman guy icarus yeah, that's icarus. right yeah icarus um and it, it made sense from her as a character being the uh 
like kind of the outcast in society, mm-hmm. right? You know, being a kid, literally. Like the actress, uh, out of curiosity, I looked it up. She's only 16, like now, oh, really? back when she filmed the movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought she was like a 20-year-old, like uh, Tom Holland, who they made made younger. So I was really <laughs> confused there. Um, and so, um, anyway, so, so you know, with, with that character saying, oh, yeah, well, she, she switched sides because she's in love with Icarus. Like, I, I guess we, we didn't get a lot of that. Um, which is a a hard thing to do with you know a movie with this many main characters, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, this is something akin to like any of the Avengers films where there are that many main characters, uh, but you know, all of those characters showed up in previous films. Yeah. So, uh, it, it was just one of those things where I I do feel like uh, maybe there was some more on on the characters that that we could have gotten, but again. I've only seen it the one time, so I, I need to I need to go back. Um, so, hmm, but yeah. that that's really my only criticism for the movie. The, the rest of it was uh, was so much fun. Like it it didn't feel like a Marvel film too at, at certain times. Like there there were a lot of times where it was just kind of its own separate sci fi sort of thing, which was mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, definitely. Uh, before we move on, I'm curious about you guys. Uh, do either of you guys have a favorite Eternal after watching this movie one time? Um, anything else there? Yeah. Um, I think as of right now, ah, oh man, that's a tough question. If if I had to say, you know, and it's weird because I went into this movie with with kind of already having an idea of what certain characters were gonna be like, mm-hmm. and then for the most part, they all ended up. My predictions, kind of, not the predictions for this show, because I'm a fight for those, but. The predictions about what I had for these characters, they all kind of win in in different areas. And and as somebody who reviews films for a living, I mean, that that was something that I enjoyed. But in terms of who I thought was going to be my favorite Eternal, it it didn't really end up being that way. Um, You know, like, for instance, take Druig, for example. I I thought that was going to be somebody a character that I was probably going to hate in the movie and I actually ended up enjoying him um quite a bit. So I, I if I had to to put one in there I would probably say him. Um obviously I like the the comic relief from uh Phaestos and uh who what was the the name of the guy who played Kumil Kumil Nanjari's uh, character? Kingo is his character. Kingo, there you go. Yeah. yeah, so obviously those two would would probably mm-hmm. be the standouts for me. Yeah. What about you, Al? <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, I didn't think about that until just now after you asked the question. But I gotta say, probably Gilgamesh. He was just a fun guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he had the cool power. He was the really strong one. Um. Uh, so like he he was one of the the combat ones, right? Because it was something like that, right? Like half of them were combat oriented, the other were special abilities oriented sort of characters uh there were five thinkers and five fighters right yeah okay yeah yeah definitely a good character Mm -hmm. yeah i was i was really sad when he died Mm -hmm. so that's yeah like oh he was he was just cool he was like the uh like ah hey guys how's it going like he's just kind of going going with whatever and then he you know when when things get serious you know still uh, feels emotions like everyone, uh, yeah. but yeah, exactly. Yeah, my favorite definitely was uh, Makari, uh, the speedster. Uh, I thought she was just like her penchant for pickpocketing and 
when they find her in the ship and she's just stolen everything for the past 500 years. <laughs> and uh, her connection with Druig and keeping him like more stable. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. Even at the end, like after Gilgamesh died, I was like, oh crap, any of them can die. Because like, it's not like any of them have a franchise. <laughs> so <Right>. I was <laughs> like, oh, I don't care about any of them as long as Makari doesn't die. I was worried for her <laughs> more than anyone else. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, yeah, and she. Oh, go no, ahead. No, go ahead, Oscar. <laughs> oh no, I was just gonna say, and, and to your earlier point about the review of the movie, how how cold it was. It was kind of it was kind of refreshing to see that the, those interactions with her keeping Druid grounded, and um, you know, also Gilgamesh and and some of the more comic relief characters, because it it gave the film um, some personality, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I thought. Uh, both of you guys are right in in that regard alright well uh, let's find out who was right with our predictions as we move on to the next section seeing how poorly we did uh, knowing what was going to happen in this movie (laughs) so um, I'll just go in the same order we did last uh, episode with starting with Al's question Al asked will any of the Eternals die in this movie and if so, who? Um, I'm going to say, first of all, before I read these answers, I think we all get at least one point. Because we all <laughs> said yes. <laughs> and there were Eternals who died. But um, I said that Thena would die because Angelina Jolie wouldn't sign a big contract. Uh, Alistair, you said a couple of them. Druig and Fastos. And I then did. Al agreed with... Yeah, and then Al agreed with me saying Thena would also die. But towards the end of the movie. Um, so, I feel like we all got it. <laughs> At least one point, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah n- not a single one of us guessed any of the three the that died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, plus the one who will eventually die because she'll oh. grow up into an adult. Now? Yeah, um, but Al, when we like predict Avengers, we don't say, "Well, the characters are mortal, so they will <laughs> die." So I'm not going with that one. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I like. I'm wondering if if there, if she's gonna get the Captain America treatment, right? Like, yeah, he's still alive in a sense, but he's old and he's mm-hmm. he's dead for the effect of bringing him in to do storyline stuff. Right. But but yes, of the three that actually did die. Yeah, we none of us guessed yeah. any of them. <laughs> oh. Although, yeah. although I will say you were close there, Alistair. You did say there were multiple that would die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I would like to you know be the one that pointed that out that uh, <laughs> there were going to be multiple deaths. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean you guys are right. I I, I guess in terms of just flat out, mm-hmm. you know, uh, flat out, you know, book closed deaths. Um, you know, I, I don't think any of us really, really, really got any of those. I mean, I guess we don't yeah, really know what's going on with with uh, Fastos, but um, I, I I don't know. I think they le- they left it pretty open ended with those oh, three. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I think we were, or at least your prediction, Alistair, was based on the idea that Druig was probably the villain, and I think we all were kind of on that same page. Yeah, uh, because 
I, that's one of the things. Another thing I like about this movie is they have a darker character, but unlike le- most comic book movies, just because he's a darker character doesn't automatically make him the villain of the fi- the film. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a a, a well written movie in that regard. So mm-hmm. they kind of kind of kept kept me uh kept me on my the edge of my seat, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. All right, moving on to our next question. Al's second question was, "Will the Eternals win?" And then he elaborated, "Full on victory. Will they all? Will the Earth be destroyed? Uh, will the war still be going on?" Uh, McDuffie says, uh, "Yes, but it won't be a resounding win. But they will pull out at the end." Um, I said that uh, they will force the Deviants back to sleep, but the Celestials will consider this a failure. And Al said they will win the battle, as the audience will find out there's more going on with the Deviants, but the Eternals don't know that the war will go on. So I have no idea how do we award points on this one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will speak for myself. Uh, Zero for me. Okay. uh, Because as far as I know, I I guess I don't know if they killed all of the Deviants. Um, I don't know what happened there at the end. Um, they, they killed, I forgot his name, but the, the one that became more sentient, but yeah. I, I think there were some more. Um, and then, I mean, there, there's more going on, but it has absolutely nothing to do with the deviants. Also the Eternals know, and like half of them, it's the, uh, yeah, my zero for me. Uh, definitely there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think, um, see, I, I think I said something along the lines of that. They, they ultimately will win, but I, mm-hmm. I do think that agreeing with Al's point that that this is definitely it didn't really feel like a win although the you know the the major conflict of the film I guess did get resolved in some fashion but I don't think you know given the way that it ended it just it still felt gloomy for for a lot of these characters you know um so I you know I I guess they tried at some point to make Crow that you know sentient uh, deviant, I guess, mm-hmm. feel like he was maybe the the big bad guy, but um, so I guess they defeated him. But I, I I don't know if that's enough to to say that they they actually won because as you find out, you know, he's only a cog in the machine essentially. Yeah. You know, um, for mine, I'm going to say I'm going to argue for a point <laughs> because <laughs> I said I'm I'm right there with you put- on that one, Tony. Yeah, they will put the Deviants to sleep, but the, the Celestials will consider it a failure. The new Celestial wasn't born. That would be a failure in the Celestial's eyes. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, literally at the end of the movie, it, it ends with three of them being taken. Yeah. So, yeah. like, as uh, punishment, I guess, or as a, to be whatever judged. you want to call it. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think one point for both of you, Tony and Alistair. Okay. I think uh, I think yeah. you're, you're both at least. You got something. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I would also argue for one point just because I did mention, you know, that it wouldn't be a resounding win and, mm-hmm. you know, people mm-hmm. will die and the parts of the world would get destroyed and, you know, things like that. So, but yeah, I, I, it's it's definitely not a, um, a comfortable point, but I would argue for yeah. a point. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, how did we not guess in the previous uh, question? That Icarus would fly into the sun. I mean, that seems pretty <laughs> obvious. His name's Icarus. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I for sure didn't think they would go that route, but you know, after watching it, I was like, yep, this, this (laughs) makes total sense that this would happen. Well, we're, we're so used to the characters living through these Uh movies, right? Like, like, like one of our questions was, will, will any of them maybe, would, will, will one of this yeah. group of ten die in this movie? Uh, no. Yeah. Like, I mean, we, we assumed maybe one. Maybe. True. But I don't know, though. I mean, it is, we don't really see a body or anything for him, so maybe he did survive. <laughs> that's, that's possible. True. I mean, then again, all of his memories are still around, right? Like, yeah. they're they're held on. So, and, and their bodies are just robots, essentially, right? So, yeah. any of them can theoretically come back. They just have to sign a contract with Disney. <laughs> that true. is true. <laughs> All right, moving on to the next question. Will we get any mm-hmm. wider Marvel cameos? Al said yes, it will be Maria Hill. The actual Maria Hill, not a scroll. Uh, Alistair, you said Thanos or Doctor Strange will show up. And I said Peter Quill, because he's a child of Celestial. This is actually the first Marvel movie since Iron Man. There has not been a character from a previous movie showing up. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I would um there's no way for me to really defend my <laughs> yeah point here cuz there was definitely not a Doctor Strange uh cameo and we didn't even get a flashback or anything mm-hmm. for Thanos. So mm-hmm. I was kind of like, okay, well All right, yeah. I can't uh, argue argue those two hmm <laughs> yeah um i mean there was barely even a cameo technically right like we, we don't even get a visual we just get the the voice at the end the the very yes. last line at the end of the of the film mm-hmm. oh yeah i'm curious uh Alistair, do you know who that voice was uh chloe Zhao announced at the in the post-credit scene who was talking to dane whitman after he looked at the sword yes you know who that was? yes i do yeah uh, for you, all you guys, I'm assuming you you do too yeah. as well, right? Yeah, for all of the listeners, oh. that was Mahershala Ali as Blade, uh, yeah. according to Chloe Zhao. Um, yeah, when I heard it, like I had no idea who it was, but I, uh, def- it was definitely familiar, but not like MCU familiar. So I'm glad she came out and told us, so people weren't guessing for the next like two years. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I recognized his voice just because I've seen him in thousands of other movies and i'm a big fan of his and i knew he was going to be playing blade at some point i guess we haven't gotten a release date for that yet but um yeah as soon as i heard the voice i was like oh okay this is this is the direction they're gonna go yeah you know at some point anyway yeah i'm excited to see dane whitman as black knight show up in a blade movie possibly but we'll see i just had a thought whatever all right. <laughs> I'm not going to go on really that quick. tangent. <laughs> All right. So really quickly, so far we're uh, done with three of our seven questions. Mm-hmm. Tony, what are the point totals? Uh, in uh, holding strong in second place, Al, you have one point. And tied for first is myself and Alistair. <laughs> <laughs> with how many All points? Right. With two each. Oh, oh I'm, I'm very close. I'm one yeah. behind. Uh, I mean, percentage-wise, you have uh, 50% of the points we do, so it's not that close. <laughs> yeah, not looking good. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, our next question was, what role will the Celestials have? Al, you said they'll show up in a couple scenes, but they're there for looks. No speaking roles. 
<laughs> uh, uh, Alistair, you said uh, a secret agenda that wants the Earth's downfall. And I said they're quest givers. They give them their mission and judge on whether they are successful. Hmm. So, really quickly, <laughs> uh, zero points for me okay. because they were literally the antagonist of this film. <laughs> there were many speaking roles. And uh, I guess technically only a couple of scenes, but uh, yeah. yeah, definitely zero for me. <laughs> Although, yeah. Alistair, I gotta say, I think you called it. I think you got a full two points for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the whole the whole aspect of them having some kind of uh, secret agenda. And, and, and one quote that I, I remember, um, and as soon as it I heard it, I was kind of like, okay, so yeah, if that doesn't ring secret agenda, I don't know. And they kind of mentioned that the Eternals were essentially farm keepers for uh the humans that were were on mm-hmm. earth and i was kind of like okay well if that doesn't scream secret agenda i don't know what yeah. what does because essentially they were being used you know mm-hmm. um so yeah i i think um i feel pretty comfortable with with two points on yeah. that one i think mm-hmm. so too um i actually think i should get two points as well because they literally give the mission, and they're going to be judged at the end. <laughs> yeah, Tony, you reading you reading your answer back, I was like, yeah, we, we have to give him two points. Yeah. That was pretty spot uh-huh. on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to agree with you, Tony, but I will. So, so two there, yeah. All right. Um, Al, it's not looking good for you, man. <laughs> nope, nope, not anymore. Uh, especially because I know what the next two questions are. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on to Alistair's questions. Uh, if there are end credit scenes, what do you think they will be tied to? I said, Dane Whitman finding the Ebony Blade. Uh, Alistair said, a Celestial will come down and pose the next threat. And Al said, it will be Maria Hill recruiting someone to join whatever it is Nick Fury is doing. Jon Snow's character. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... He might be re- being recruited. That might be something. Yeah. No, uh, I, I, I get zero points. Yeah, actually, I might give you one point, Al, because I think Jon Snow's character, or Danny Whitman, is getting recruited to something. Right. Yeah. Yeah, what else is Blade going to be doing? Yeah, <laughs> what, they're, what else is he there? They're definitely up to something. So yeah. I, I I, think you can, I think we, a point for that one makes, makes sense. All right. Ooh, um, I got one. Yeah, <laughs> more. <laughs> um, Alistair, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, Celestial still did come down, but not as a post-credit scene. What do you think, guys? I I think I think one point. I mean, he got a big thing. It was at the end of the film. It was yeah. it was literally the last scene of the the main film, right? Not post-credit scene, but it was uh-huh. just, he. Yeah, that that's I think he got pretty true. close. Uh, but to, I I think. If we're going to, you know, linguistically be fair, I did. It did say end credit scenes, and technically, no <laughs> celestials really came down. Mm-hmm. Or did I? I don't. I can because I could have swore they got beamed up to yeah. him. <laughs> so I think I'm wrong on both sides. But I'll take the point though, Al. If, if you're willing <laughs> to give it to me, <laughs> I. I think so, because like normally that kind of stuff, 
does show up in the end credit scenes too, mm-hmm. right? Like the the hey, this is what's happening next. It, yeah. Usually movies don't end on the the uh, semi cliffhanger part of the the film. It right? was very yeah. end credit esque, if I it must was. say mm-hmm. so myself, because I mean, it just it, it did feel like that was something you would see after the the credits begin to roll. But I mean, however, I'll let you guys choose how you want to go on yeah. that one because. Technically, I guess it wasn't an end credit scene, but you know. Yeah, I'll, I'll think, give you the point. point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for I'll myself, take... I will gladly take the two points because <laughs> I called it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you got it exactly right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Alistair's uh, second question: uh, Will this film have any scenes in the movie you? or in the end credits that had a hint to the mutants or the X-Men entering the MCU. Uh, Alistair, you just said yes, being as vague as possible. Uh, I said <laughs> And I was yes. still wrong. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I said yes, the Celestials will activate the mutants when the Eternals fail. Um, I'm not taking a point for that at all, even though the Eternals might have failed in their eyes. Um, Al, you said nope. Not a thing. But... They will mention the Inhumans, not by name though. They'll talk around it. Come on, man! <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> so on, close, man. <laughs> so close. I'm, I'm gonna I give you two like, points. I'm gonna yeah, give you two like points. He could, get a, he could get a point for, or a couple points for <laughs> I'm, that. I'm giving him two. I, yeah. Okay. I I mean, I was gonna argue for one, but if you're willing to go the two, I'll I'll take it. I'm not gonna argue with you there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because out of out of all of us, you at least said no. Know. You know, and and <laughs> that was that was the case. I think from now on, for every prediction, Al, for the foreseeable future, uh, we just need to have a question: Will the mutants be in the MCU? And <laughs> the answer will always just be no, and it's just a freebie <laughs> yeah. until, until mean, yeah, one day point. they finally do it. But <laughs> I, I think we all just kind of were were, or at least I know I was speaking for myself, just hoping that we would somehow this would be the movie it just seemed like it made sense that this would be the Mm -hmm. movie we saw some of them in or at least they got brought up or mentioned or something but yeah guess not no my next big hope is uh doctor strange (laughs) i'm like looking at this future slate yeah I it it'll be interesting because you know one of the things with with the Inhumans that they answered like very quickly was hey why didn't you do anything when Thanos was around uh-huh. like you have this whole history you got this powers and they answered it they had a really good reason for it uh, with the X Men I don't know is it is it something like a full on reboot with these characters uh, especially because some of these characters like usually with their story they've their stories that they've been around for a while like professor x you know he has uh money and he had the time to build cerebro and all this stuff with his mutant powers and so um it'll it'll be interesting like what they bring in or how they bring them in Uh, unless Mm -hmm. it's something like dr strange where like yeah no they're just they existed over here in this other universe now they're here that's it just deal with it let's move on yeah i think so i I feel like that's how they're going to do it um Before we move on to our final question, I do want to talk about the post-credit scenes a little bit, uh, and that big spoiler that dropped, uh, that I was desperately trying to avoid. (laughs) Did you avoid it? (laughs) I did. I did avoid it. Um, The spoiler that dropped for, if you've watched this, the shows uh, have completely spoiled the Eternals, so. 
um, was that Harry Styles was playing Star Fox, aka Eros, Thanos' brother. Um, it pissed me off because I asked Al uh, to tell me what it was, and he told me what it was after we saw the movie. Okay. Um, I I like I know Harry Styles by name, but I couldn't mention name any of his songs, and I don't know what he looks like. <laughs> I know who Star Fox is by name. I know he's a brother of Thanos. I've never seen him in anything else. If you told me Harry Styles is playing Star Fox, I don't know what that means. And I spent weeks <laughs> trying to avoid the spoiler. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, if someone had told me that, I would have thought, like, my first thought with Star Fox is the uh, the yeah, Nintendo yeah. character from the video games. So I would have thought that they were making that character. And then I would have been surprised Chris Pratt isn't uh, voicing him. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I feel the same way as both of you. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> my wife loves Harry Styles, so I do uh, know his music and... Um, I, but again, when I saw him and then I saw him in the outfit and I was just kind of like, okay, well, I guess we're going to have to see, but I, I wasn't like, I guess, excited or anything. I don't know. Yeah. I think a yeah, bigger spoiler for me was Patton Oswalt was back in the MCU as his little gnome person. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. either, he's played or voiced like 16 characters already <laughs> in the MCU, hasn't he? Yeah. Including Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. He's been a lot. He's Modoc and Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All yeah. Right. <laughs> um. So, and just one thing that was really annoying about the spoiler, uh, was that it wasn't like it wasn't like really a leak. It was someone went to the uh, the premiere and then they tweeted it out afterwards, and so it was all over. And and this spoiler was showing up in like the headlines of articles. Yeah. So it was it was very annoying, and uh, really hoping that doesn't happen with Spider Man. Uh, no way home but then again considering how many things i've already had accidentally spoiled for me yeah i'm very annoyed yeah i got spoiled a <laughs> so, big one today <sighs> um yeah yeah i think i know what that is because i saw it not too. gonna say it here <laughs> um mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i must also, be doing pretty good because i i didn't hear that spoiler for eternals and i haven't heard anything from uh for uh spider-man either yet so I think I'm well, going to just keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Good luck, man. <laughs> we have a month. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, before we go into our last question, our score currently stands at, with Al with four points. Alistair, five points. And yours truly with six points. Mm. All right. Our final question, as always, is our random prediction. Alistair, you said Kit and Robert Madden will... Uh, Okay, yeah. Kit and Robert Man will result in a Game of Thrones reference. Yeah. Al, Al said <laughs> the final blow, killing a big bad guy, will be done by Jon Snow, uh, a.k.a. Dane Whitman. Uh, and I said the Eternals will be revealed to the world. So. I, it, zero all around, <laughs> honestly? Because, I mean, definitely... <laughs> Uh, Dane Whitman was only there for like the two scenes, so yeah. that's a zero for me. Um, I don't know what you guys want to argue with, but I'm I'm not too sure. I feel like for, mine. For I could argue for a point because there were definitely some Game of Thrones references, but none directly linked to uh-huh. those two that were in Game of Thrones. So I, I don't know. What, I guess. The, what references were were there? 
I, I just I honestly did not uh, think about it uh, until just now, so I, I wasn't looking for any. Well, I think there were a few with um, Jon Snow and then, or I should say Dane Whitman, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, and his whole link to that sword, because in Game of Thrones, he ends up getting this blade as well in that show, and then it's like a whole thing, and then in this movie, he's getting a blade, and it's a whole thing, so I think that in itself is, um, I guess, kind of probably the most glaring reference at least that i i was able to make uh but yeah i i guess as far as like you know more funny and 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 jokey easter mm-hmm. eggs they were there weren't really a whole lot of those like how i was expecting there were definitely a lot of uh dc references but i know <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, surprisingly, but definitely not not too many funny Game of Thrones ones like I was expecting. Yeah. Uh, talking about the DC references, uh, Fastus' son says he saw Icarus uh, flying around with a cape and lasers like Superman. So would you say mm-hmm. that's revealed to the world? Because it's all in the news. I, 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 think... I would say no. Yeah, same um, here. I think no, okay. Superman might exist in the MCU but as a mm-hmm. fictional character like a, oh yeah I, oh, no, I, i'm i'm saying yeah, that like, he's being re- uh uh fat icarus was revealed to the world cuz he was on the news flying around like oh i see what you're saying mm-hmm. yeah yeah like i i don't think that the the inhumans were revealed to the world in the sense that or no one knows out. That they are in, or sorry, ha, ugh, don't, ugh, don't take me back yeah. to Inhumans. Don't you do that to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, they're on the mind. Uh, Eternals, um, because like no one knows who they are, no yeah. one knows what their powers are, like no one knows anything about them. It's not like, um, you know, like for example, it's not like uh, Spider Man. Trying to think of an example of, of any of these heroes because you know a lot of times the you know when they when they would show up like at the end as like a thing they're not like they're they're not seen a lot uh so i guess the uh the avengers they're definitely yeah. announced to the world mm-hmm. um you know there's a lot of people who see them and they're like oh mm-hmm. hey i saw this new team doing something right yeah. no one saw the team of eternals doing something yeah i guess so it would true. it would depend like on because like Al saying, you know, was there like this big announcement like, oh, these are the Avengers. I think the world mm-hmm. could pretty much tell you or the in the in the MCU anyway, could tell you who the Avengers are. I do think yeah. there are humans that obviously know that there are Eternals out there. But do they know them as the Eternals? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I I think the closest you could say is right at the end when the celestial shows up and literally everyone on that half of the world sees him. Mm-hmm. Um, they they kind of they, they know something's going on there, but yeah. I, that that's about as as close as it comes, right? So yeah, yeah. I thought it was funny to to that question because that those uh clips that they were showing where Kinga was was going over his movies from the past and he was mm-hmm. literally. I guess playing like his grandparents, his great grandfather. Yeah. Even when that happened, like still no one was able to put it together. Like, wait a minute. I think this is the same guy. So I literally think people don't know, you know, who, who, who they are, you know? Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. I'll give that to you. All right. Then our final scores. And the only reason I'm not arguing it too much in fourth, in third place with four points is Al. 
Yeah. Ooh, four. I think that's still better than the last two we did. So yeah. I'll take it. Progress. <laughs> In second place, our special guest star, Alistair, with five points. I, I, and... I will take it. And in first place, I think was it four in a row, Al? Oh, more than that. <laughs> uh, okay, next time we do one of these, I'll actually do, add them up real quick. Okay, <laughs> but I, I think need, you've I need to know my record. Of, <laughs> uh, you've definitely gotten all the ones that we've done in 2021, <laughs> which have been a couple of TV shows on Disney Plus and these movies. Uh, you got to look, but past that, <laughs> come on, Al, you got to break Tony Street. I gotta stop making these jokes. I know. <laughs> uh, right. I've already started thinking about No Way Home, and I've got some there, so I don't know if I'll win that one. <laughs> uh, I'm rooting for you. <laughs> uh, all right, thank you. <laughs> all right. Um, before we wrap this episode up, Alistair, do you want to plug your uh, YouTube channel? Uh, yeah, sure. So, as you guys have obviously heard, my name is Alistair. Um, and I do run a YouTube channel named I Take On Movies. Um, and basically it's in the title, uh, I Take On Movies in the form of a review or an analysis. And I do have a review coming up for the movie we just got done talking about, Eternals, coming out pretty soon. Um, so be on the lookout for that if you would like to. Um, and again, that's I Take On Movies, and you can find me on YouTube. Alright, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. This this was a blast. Honestly, both episodes. Um, so I just appreciate you guys for, for having me on here. Of course, we'll have you on again. Um, probably for another prediction episode Sounds in 2022. Alright, and you audience out there, join us on Monday for our regularly scheduled program as we continue to suffer through the Inhumans with Episode 7, Havoc in the Hidden Land. Or come back in a couple weeks when we do a new prediction episode for the Hawkeye TV show coming out on Disney+. Plus, uh, Remember to follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind and give us a five-star review. And check out Alistair on I Take On Movies on YouTube. As always, this is a Marvel Cinematic Rewind for the Eternals Predictions signing off. Have a marvelous day. Mm-hmm.